What's up, everybody? It's Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook with football game plan here to talk to you about Isogenics. Isogenics is nutritional cleansing, which is a lifestyle upgrade. It's an easy to follow system that burns fat, supports body systems and promotes lean muscle growth. The solutions it provides are weight, wellness, performance, energy and health aging opportunities. Start now and transform your life by reaching out to health and prosperity coach Jim Paterno at jenrochelle at gmail.com. That's J-E-N-R-A-C-H-E-L-L at gmail.com or shoot her a text at 862-220-6611. She's also on Twitter at Coach. That's I-S-A-J-E-N-I-X coach. Isogenics, solutions to transform lives. And welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. And as always, you can follow me on Twitter at FBall Game Plan. Be sure to check out and subscribe to the Football Game Plan Network located at youtube.com slash football game plan. And if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, as you should already be doing, make sure to leave us a five-star rating and share it all with your friends and things of that nature. But today, keeping with our 2018 NFL Draft, podcast and and prospect interviews we bring on the show today jared beard of kentucky wesling jared appreciate you taking time yes sir no problem uh glad to you know get the opportunity to talk with you and everything so so thank you now you play a physical brand of football so i was a fan of yours uh covering the tropical bowl we'll get to that in a second but you do play a physical brand of football where does that mindset of yours come from because you don't normally see that at the receiver position um I think it, it, it comes from, you know, when I was starting off in my earlier years in, in college, um, one of the things that I always had that, that allowed me to be a good receiver was my size, um, strength in my hands and everything like that. But I never knew how to how to use it uh, to my advantage because, you know, I just I just never had to in high school. You know, I tried to be more of a more of a uh, saucy finesse kind of guy. <laughs> And then, you know, as I got older, uh, start, you know, maturing in my game and everything like that, I kind of started using everything I could to my advantage to make me even better, you know, because, you know, you play better competition at the next level, you know, when you talk about NFL or if you go to CFL, whatever. So I was just trying to put myself in the best position to um, compete with those guys. So I realized that if I use my strength to my advantage, that it'll help me out a lot. So about my junior year, mid-season, and then on towards my senior year and now, um, I really use that um, for my advantage because I see that a lot in receivers in the NFL that aren't really, really fast guys that run four threes and stuff like that. The guys who run four fours and four fives, and they have that size, they really use that. Um, to their advantage, you know, so it's helped me a lot. So that's kind of where that comes from. Man, that's a great answer because you don't see guys really self-critique their game like that. You know, you see guys that may not understand why things are the way they are, and they say, well, if I'm not fast, then maybe I'll just try to get faster instead of saying, okay, here's what I do well, 
and I'll try to work re-engineer it this way and make my own strengths my advantage to where they're going to have to adjust to me. Now, you started you met, you mentioned that you started at Austin P uh, before Kentucky Wesleyan. How was that experience uh, with the governors? What did you learn and and how was this last season with Kentucky Wesleyan? Um it was it was great, man. I made a lot of friendships. Um my best friend, uh he's actually sitting here with me right now. Um you know, I, I got close with him at Austin P. Um as far as football goes, it was a great learning experience. Um I got to come in as a freshman. Uh, earned my starting spot after two days of camp. Uh, started as a true freshman, uh, broke records, uh, helped us win our first game that year. Um, then moved on to sophomore year, did the same thing, broke records, and then junior year, um, I ended up being an all-conference receiver. So it was it was really fun for me. It was exciting. Um, you know, Coach Healy, uh, he's a new coach here now, and uh, you know, shout out to him. He's a great coach. Um, he came and turned the program around. I wasn't here for the last year, obviously, but um, for the year that I was here, you know, uh, when he was here my junior year, he, he did a lot of things to, you know, help players know their, their importance and their worth and, and stuff like that. He taught me a lot, you know, as a player. So, um, you know, like I say, it was a great experience. I uh, learned a lot. It was fun for me. Um, I did a lot of great things here. Um, and I was fortunate enough to, to put those things in the record books. So, you know, at least I'll always be able to look back at that and, you know, show my kids one day, hey, look look what your dad did, you know, <laughs> when he was younger. So it, it was fun, though. Yeah, you talked about getting there as a true freshman, and we just on the hills of signing day just recently happened. And I, I don't think a lot of people understand how tough it is to get onto a field at the collegiate level, especially at the Division One level, which Austin P was. And you talk about, going from that high school football player thinking that everything is all sweet and you get to the college campus and you really have to turn up the work. What went into that process? Because that shows a lot of maturity for such a young player. Um, You know, for me, um, I was, I was blessed with, you know, a certain amount of God given ability. And so for me, once I got to college, um, it wasn't as tough just because coming in, I already knew the expectation uh, for me, you know, to come in to start to do those kind of things. But um, there, there is a lot more that has to go into preparation. It's not like high school where, you know, you just wake up, you go play, you know, you just eat what you want to eat and all that kind of stuff, or you don't watch film on the, on the next team. And so that's kind of the things that I really had to start focusing in on as a freshman and understanding that, you know, I am young, but also I have a voice, you know, there's, there's a kind of uh, uh, expectation for leadership. If you're going to be on the field at all, if you're going to play, if you're going to start at all as a freshman at a division one, you know, college level, you, you have to, you have to stand up to the expectation that you have to be a leader in some sort. You have to be vocal. You know, you have to still put on the, um, the load that the upperclassmen do. You just have to learn how to do it at a younger age. So it is something that's harder to adapt to because of expectation. And, you know, you got cameras in your face, you're getting interviewed and stuff like that. And you just got to learn how to adapt to that. Um, going to practice every day and trying your hardest to be consistent because in high school, you don't have to. You know, you can kind of mess around here and there and have one good practice and then go play in the game. Whereas in college, just every day, you know, you're working hard, working hard, working hard so that you can produce you know, a, a couple a couple weeks out of a year. You know what I'm saying? 
So I, I say that's really what goes into that. Nah, you echo those points perfectly. And hopefully those high school students out there listening that just signed with universities can understand that, hey, it's a whole different ball game that you have to have. And when you go into the collegiate level, speaking of that, it's a whole different level going from the collegiate level to the NFL. And a, a lot of times that bridge can be an all-star game. And you were fortunate enough to play in the Tropical Bowl. Now, I did the broadcast on that game, and I was impressed with your two days of practice, that Thursday and Friday. Then we get out there in the game, and I was like, hey, this guy definitely can play on this week in practice. How was that experience for you getting out there and compete with other guys across the country? Um, for me, it was it was reassuring for what I already thought about myself. You know, to, to get an opportunity to go up against, um, you know, SEC, ACC, uh, Big Ten, you know, competition like that. And, you know, for me, of course, still playing Division One football, but at an OVC level, to go and to be around those guys and, and, you know, just kind of get the vibe for who they are as people and get the vibe of, you know, the speed of the game, you know, when you're on the field with those guys, is there a difference? You know, is, are, are they a step faster? Are, are they a little bit stronger? And in my head, I always felt like, you know, I could play at any level. You know, that's, that's what I always told myself because, you know, I believe in having self-confidence and, and, and believing uh, in yourself and setting a goal and, and achieving that goal. So, for me, it was it was nothing but but confirmation and, and a fun experience, you know, to to tell myself like, you could compete with anybody on any level, and that they're really they're really, in my opinion, um, is not a difference. You know, a, a man is a man, um, a football player is a football player. So, if I already have the thought process that when I step on the field, I'm not going to be stopped. You know, and then getting to compete with those kind of guys and getting on the field and not being able to be stopped. Like, like I say, that, that was just reassuring for me. It was refreshing. Yeah, it's that Tyson approach. You know, a lot of guys, when they fought Tyson, they were always bigger and stronger, but right. they were already beat before they got into the ring. You know, right. and if you don't go in there with that right mentality, you're going to end up losing. You went out there with the right mentality and showed throughout the course of the, the practices and also in the game. Now, when you look at your position, people – want to just say okay he plays wide receiver but we know there's multiple different spots as a receiver that you can play what do you feel as though you're best suited to play at the next level um see best suited to be honest i think i think that i'm i'm equally good um at outside and slot receiver um actually you know, you go back and you, you, you're watching the game and everything. The touchdown that I scored at the very end was actually from the slot. Um, so, I mean, I'm comfortable with inside. I'm comfortable with outside. Um, I played running back a lot in high school. So, I mean, that that's always an option. I mean, I weigh 225. So, I definitely can do that at the next level. Um, you know, kind of being a guy that just moves around from outside slot, running back, it just – you know, whatever they ask me to do, you know, I'm comfortable with playing uh, any of those three positions. And I think that my, my best positions would be slot and outside, but um, running back is definitely something that I'm capable of doing. Now that you mentioned that, it kind of makes sense to why you're so physical with the ball in your hands. And when you catch the football and you're running with it, you act like you've been there before, that you want to do something with the ball in your hands. A lot of times receiver catch, look for the sideline and get out of bounds quickly. But that wasn't the case with you catching the football. Um, so that makes sense now that you mentioned that you've played running back and you're up to 225. And they always say the more that you can do, the longer you're going to have 
to the, the, the long career you're going to have at that level. And you're very thoughtful, thoughtful guy. And football definitely is one of those games that you find yourself at times, whether it's at practice or in the game at halftime, wherever you're thinking about a lot of stuff about what the game actually means or teaches you. What would you say is the biggest thing football has taught you? Accountability. Um, and, and, and really how to be a man, you know, I mean, being a man is not something as simple as one thing, you know, there's a lot that goes into that. I've had to grow a lot. I've had to, you know, learn from my mistakes a lot. Um, you know, I, I've, who I am now is not who I was when I was a freshman, you know? So I think that, and you know, it's kind of cliche because you hear it a lot when, you know, you hear guys say, oh, football turning you into a man, you know, and it's just kind of like the, the this thing that people will say or this thing that coaches kind of throw out there every now and then. But it, it, it is honestly the truth that I feel like football gave me and taught me something that had I not played football, I may never have learned until later on in my life. And so just, just understanding, you know, um, like I said, how to be accountable, how to be selfless, um, understanding that just because something isn't, you know, going a certain way doesn't mean that maximum effort shouldn't be put into it. You know, because if you if your heart's in the right place and you're you're continuously motivated by the people around you and, and to help the people around you, um, there's always going to be something successful that comes from that. You know, so uh, like I say, I, I really think that that is probably the biggest thing that I've learned is, is just how to be a man, how to how to be mature and, and how to be, you know, accountable for, for people other than myself. You look at moving forward, once you get to that level, once you get to the professional level, it's all about reaching back and, and giving a hand up. Uh, what cause would would be very important to you once you get to that to that level and say, hey, I need to I would like to devote my off the field time to this particular cause to help someone else out? Um, OK, yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, actually, um, you know, my, my major in college, I have a major and a minor. Um, my major was uh, sports broadcasting, and then my minor was in Christian ministries. And so uh, with my parents being pastors and things like that, you know, I was always kind of, uh, you know, driven towards, you know, the Christian faith and stuff like that. So my goal um, is to create a television show that incorporates sports and God and showing people who, even college students, even professional people, even high schoolers, you know, all the way down to elementary school kids who are playing, you know, uh, non-school football, like county league football and stuff like that. Like my, my goal is to start a show that allows kids to understand that, that allows kids to understand the importance of, um, of Christ in sports and how that can help you mature. And that if you have some, some type of morals, if you have a set of morals in your life and from that set of morals, you make all of your decisions and that set of morals is a, is a positive set of morals that, that allows you to create a, a positive foundation. Then from that point on, you, you can't do anything but go up. You'll continue to be successful. When adversity hits, you'll understand how to make it through that. So more of where I want to come from is more of the, the teaching aspect, the showing kids like, if I, if I give you, if I give you 
a, a football career. Is it worth as much if I just taught you how to get a football career? Like if I if I teach you how to do something, it's worth so much more than me just giving it to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm all about, you know, helping the community, giving back, everything like that. And I I, I plan on doing my fair share with that as well. Um, you know, especially with, with trying to train kids and, and stuff like that, because I really want to do that too. But my main focus, uh, if I make it to the next level and, and you talk about giving back to the community and stuff, I really want to start that TV show and reach out and touch a lot of people because I want people to understand that, you know, without God, nothing's possible. That's you true. Know, if, if you have a set of morals in your life, um, then then there's not anything that you can't achieve. And, and I really want kids to understand that and understand the worth, you know, that that they have because they are created by God and because God has given them the the opportunity to play sports and to understand why why that's so important and to take advantage of it. So when they go to practice, don't, don't be lazy. Remember, like, God allowed me to be here. This is God's gift, so I got to cherish God's gift so that he gets the glory. You know, so that's that's really what I want to do with that. Now, it's always about giving other people the definition of a higher purpose. You know, a lot of guys don't understand their why, and I think that's a, a great way to help them understand, like, there's a purpose to everything you do to serve someone else. Where are you training right now, and, and where is your pro, uh, when is your pro day? Um, I have uh, – I'm training at Austin P right now. Um, with my uh, old trainer, Coach L, when I was here, he was a trainer. Uh, really, really, really fantastic trainer. Um, he, he definitely knows what he's doing. Um, you know, really focusing on flexibility, um, speed, agility, things of that nature, um, as well as continue to put on muscle and stuff like that. So I'm training here with him. And then my pro day um, is going to be in March um, at WKU. And then um, also there's there's a possibility. I mean, I'm not 100% sure yet because I haven't asked, but I was going to try to do uh, the pro day at Austin P as well. But as for right now, what's set in stone is the pro day at WKU. Man, Jared, this has been fun. I'm glad we got the opportunity to talk shop a little bit. Uh, big fan of your game and wish you the best of luck moving forward. Where can people follow you on Twitter to, to keep up with your journey and to keep up with what you got going on? Um, my Twitter name is, uh, at Jared beard nine. Um, that's J A R E D B E A R D nine, um, on Twitter. Um, so, you know, people can keep up with me there. Um, I don't actually have an Instagram anymore. Um, I kind of got off of Instagram and all that. Um, uh, not really a big, big social media guy anymore. You know, just kind of stick with Twitter, a little bit of Snapchat here and there. You know, talk to my girlfriend and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Got to check in. <laughs> right. <Thank you. laughs> well, Jared, man, this has been fun. We wish you the best of luck moving forward. All right. Thank you, man. I really appreciate the opportunity.